What about you and Brent Moore? Brent Moore's a liar. He's a conniving, manipulative little creep. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Good. How are you doing? All right. Hey, we were back on, we did it as a scheduled time. Yeah. It's not a month between episodes. I'm sure everyone is super <laughs> <Right>. excited. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try to stick to that. Yes. Stay Hopefully no one else gets yeah. sick or whatever. Although, you yeah. know, now we're coming up to the time, what are we, middle of September. So, you know, like Thanksgiving's around the corner and all that good stuff. So Yeah, yeah. Circumstances always uh, dictate what we can do. So Yeah. So, good. Well, we'll get right into it. What, uh, anything you've been watching? I have not watched anything new or exciting. What? I really haven't. It's been a slow, okay. slow week. All right. Yeah, I haven't been. Wa- yeah, I haven't been watching a ton, but I did um, <laughs> some animated shows. I've been watching like uh, Futurama's back again. You ever watch Futurama? In the I used to like back in the day. Yeah. 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 Well, they came back. And like new, uh, new episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't Hulu. this like the third, the third time now? The third iteration, yeah. something like that. Well, let's see. They were canceled. They did some like movie type things. Then they came back, and now they're back again. Yeah. So whatever yeah. you want to call that. All right. But they're kind of just doing stuff basically on all the things that they have missed over the last several years. Like they just did one about basically like COVID. It was kind of actually funny because it's like they're um it's like a, a you know the um mayor guy. New New York, he's out there, and they're having like a celebration for the end of COVID nineteen, and it says the end of COVID nineteen. It, it says like twenty twenty three, then it's scratched off. And it says <laughs> twenty three seventy six or whatever. Then that's scratched off, and they're oh. like thirty twenty tweet. That's awesome. Yeah, and then like right then, there's like a new thing that comes out, like it's from the sewer people. Um, I forgot what they call it, but it was kind of funny. And then they, I don't know, they did some riff on vaccine stuff. And then also I've been watching another animated show, Lower Decks. It's a Star Trek show. I know it's right up your alley too. But it's basically, it's an animated show and it's um, it's obviously a humorous show too. But it's based, it's all the people that you don't ever see like on the show. Like people that work, like actually that make the ship work. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you would never get to see them in the real show. And it's it's pretty funny. And, like, and there's always references, obviously, to um, you know, classic stuff that had happened, you know. So Yeah, yeah. It's it's an enjoyable show. I think that's on their fourth season, and that's prime. Oh, no, I did that was I told you about that already. What's Otherwise, that? yeah, I haven't been watching it. There's a bunch of shows I want to watch. I just haven't really gotten around to them yet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't there's I don't know really why. nothing. I can't think of anything on my my watch list that I'm like. Your two watch to. file. Yeah, yeah. Nothing that I'm too anxious to get into at this point. Yeah, there's some. There's it's a usually new... just stumble across something and then I'm hooked on it. You know. <laughs> right. Well, there's a new Star Wars show that was so good. I don't know how to say it right, so I don't want to say. It. But um, I was gonna check out, and then there's a new season of Bad Omens. On uh, AM or sorry, Prime. I want to watch, and then there's a new season of The Foundation on Apple, which I haven't gotten around to yet. I don't know why I haven't gotten around to any of them, but I just haven't. So does that does that mean I really don't want to watch them? I don't know. Probably not. (laughs) Some of them, though, it's like I think I've told you this before. A lot of TV I watch, I end up watching on my iPad while I'm making dinner and stuff. And so, like, some of these shows, especially, like, The Foundation, you kind of have to really pay attention. And it's hard to do when you're cooking at the same time. Like, I like to watch TV then. That's stuff that I've seen before a hundred yeah. times. Yeah. So you, you can know? fill in the gaps. Right. 
Yeah. Like if I watch Seinfeld again for the millionth time, I'm not missing anything by doing it while I'm cooking or Columbo right, or right. whatever. You know. Yeah, right. Whatever you don't see, you already know. So yeah, your brain just takes care of that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I've been watching. But uh, uh, I guess we should just get into what our episode is. What did we watch today? All right, this was let's do it. Something you – I picked it, I guess. I threw it out there, but this is something you used to watch all the time, you said. Yeah, I used to watch this all the time. Actually, with my mom. I think she watched this, so I would like – you know, if I was home, I'd watch it with her. But um, This seems like a show that you are that you would watch with a parent, yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a parent parent As a show. kid. But Jake and the Fat Man. Season one, episode one, happy days are here again. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I just like to say today this title wouldn't fly, I think. You know, with all the political correctness, it would more like Jake and the plus-size partner. That's what I you know, <laughs> that would come up with. But. Well, so the funny thing is about that. I don't know who, but I remember seeing a comedian years and years ago, um, like, do a bit on this. Like, he's like, how did they do this? Did they go to the guy, like, you know, talking to people like, hey, hey, you know, we want you in the show. We got a new show. It's called Jake and the Fat Man. Uh, you're not Jake. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've often thought about that when I like watching shows and they're like, you know, they're, somebody's like making fun of somebody else. And I'm like, uh, how, how do they cast that role? That person can't yeah. well, about it. Well, you, know? you know, William Conrad been a while been around for a while like he was in yeah, canon yeah. but and i did not realize so we didn't do this but this is actually kind of a spinoff from matlock what like he uh yeah so um uh what you call it? the mccabe the william conrad's character the fat man <laughs> i guess he guest starred on matlock as his character interesting and then Penny also, I guess, guest started on a couple episodes, and then they spun it off into its own show. All right. And I didn't know this either that um, the show moved to Hawaii after Magnum PI was done. Yeah, I read that too. That they had the the empty empty studio, and they were yeah. paying on that, so they wanted to fill that void. But here, I'm I'm reading on uh, Wikipedia, the world's greatest source for information. Right. This is all accurate information that we're getting this is, right from the, Wikipedia. The series. All right. So the series. Ran on CBS for five seasons. Diagnosis or Murder was a spinoff of this series. Right, right. So, wow. So, a spinoff to a spinoff. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, or, you know, or would this be considered like the Matlock thing of Backdrop Pilot? I don't know. I don't know how it worked. I never really watched Matlock. Like, like, again, that would be a show at our age as kids we would have watched with our parents or something. Right, right. Your mom or dad liked... You know, um, you had to be old. Andy Griffith or whatever. But. Yeah. Was it Andy Griffith? No, Dick Van Dyke, right? Or who was Dick it? Dick Van Dyke was diagnosis murder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Matlock was. <laughs> Don't get your old white guys confused. I, I am. It's, you know, once their, hair, once their hair turns white, they all look the same. So. Right. Yeah. They all look the same. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. But I never right. really watched. Um, canon either like his original show that was on for several years before that yeah this i, I mean, didn't even I, realize was five years the show went i was young when canon was on i mean so were yeah. you yeah oh yeah it was a 70s um, show for sure yeah and my, my dad used to watch it once in a while i remember okay. that so it seemed more like a dude show i don't know an old dude show but oh yeah um definitely i don't remember it very much either yeah, because at this point he was already what? How old was he when the show started? So eighty-seven. He was. Now I can't find his birth year, so I don't know how old he was. He was old. He was in his sixties for sure. All right. Which isn't terribly old. It is but, not. But is back then, <laughs> the closer I always, get to it, you know. Right. Well, yeah. That that's <laughs> that's part of it too. Um, so he was oh he was born in 1920 so easy 67 when his show okay started. he's easy pretty, math look, he, you know all right he's overweight but he looks pretty good for 67 I think I don't know yeah but what the hell you're supposed I mean to look we'll like get to it but he seemed in this episode I don't know maybe he wasn't feeling well he because it didn't seem like a lot of it was just like he was sitting down like well you know what it's funny because I did read something about that um, let's see. In, in, again, in Wikipedia, 
Not my only source, mind you. It's just the ones that happen to strike a chord with what we're talking about right now. Yeah. He he. Um, it's it's like they wrote several of the episodes so that he could be sitting down. <laughs> um, you know, because he was overweight. He was an older guy, and um, let's see. Somewhere in here, I read it said something like, I don't know if it was like one of the writers or producers, like came up with like a joke slogan called Jake and the Fat Man. He can't act. He can't walk. Together they fight crime. That's like the slogan <laughs> of the. But, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. His eyes looked shut during a lot of it. I thought. Right, that's what I mean. Like yeah. I don't know. I just I feel like he just wasn't 100 percent good right now. Now to be he only he died like two years after this show was over, but that Damn. was like five years later. You know, yeah, or so yeah. seven years total. But you know, maybe just this episode. Who knows? He could have been, you know not feeling great for whatever reason yeah well you think if he wasn't feeling great and you know if it was like a weekend thing or something they'd like postpone filming but if it was like a (laughs) serious health issue maybe you know i don't know but anyway uh yeah so this was what back in 87 did we say that 87 to 92 and if you remember uh joe penny from riptide we did that was Mm -hmm. uh 84 to 86 so this is after riptide right Um, yeah all right. So riding the wave. Although Whip Tide only lasted like three years, I think, right? So uh, I don't know if it, I don't know if it lasted that long. It, it may have yeah, been like it a, didn't a last. Yeah, long. I think it was just a crowded. No, but, uh, yeah, yeah eighty-four to eighty-six investigative yeah. investigators with uh, dudes that look cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. So all right. So we start out. It's an eerie night. We're outside, and. Um, we kind of we're peeking through some bushes. That's our perspective. We're like <laughs> watching through the bushes, and we see a man walking, and he pauses to put some gloves on, and then he slowly starts walking, and then he passes this parrot that starts to cough, <laughs> and it scared the shit out of me when I I was like, it was so in- I was, it was just started. It's quiet. It's intense. The parrot cocks, and I I startle easily, but th- that got me. I thought uh, that bird was going to play an integral role in this because we see that bird yeah. a few different times. I it was going to talk that, later. Right. I thought that bird was going to rat him out. That was him. He did it. That was him. He did it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. really thought something like that was going to happen because what was the I point could, otherwise? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It gave me a jump scare, but that was it. Also, at this point, again, I – well, I think you watch the same source I did. It just comes from YouTube. It's not yeah. great, and I thought it's not was, great. I thought this was Joe but, Penny. I thought he was the one walking at first. Oh, oh. it's definitely not great, but it's better than uh, what was cover that up. when we watched last cover up. Yeah, cover yeah. up was no. It was like someone's TV that. wasn't even tuned in at the right <laughs> frequency. Right, exactly. Like, hey, can you fine tune that channel? It's not good. Yeah. Get some tinfoil for the antenna. <laughs> all, right. Um, all right. So he so he uses a knife to unlock the window, which is pretty slick. You see the the, the lock opening up, and then he's he's digging through some Actually, drawers looking for stuff. Oh, okay. What? All right, whatever. And then he finds some jewelry, <laughs> and he skips over it. So you know, right there, he's not there to steal shit, right? Right. And then Well, yeah. Then, uh, At first I thought he was just some sort of creepo. And by the way, the window yeah. comment wasn't me calling you out. I literally wrote the same thing that he went through a window. I'm like, "Oh, then later but, I'm yeah. like, "Oh, it's a slider door." <laughs> but I did but I did th- I thought it was a window. He went in and then came in and out the sliding door after <laughs> that. But, you know, oh, okay. Whatever. I don't know. Could be. Um but uh oh, then the lady comes home that lives there. And she comes in, puts her stuff down. Like, she just got home from work or whatever, I guess. Yeah. Must have been a late night because she was, like, making some tea or something and getting ready for bed at the same time. Mm-hmm. And this this dude's just watching her. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, he's hiding in the closet. And then he then he creeps out the door and lights up a smoke. Yeah. And so we figure yeah. out, all right, maybe on she's the, scared Still on the balcony, mind you. He just, like, gets outside. Yeah. like, oh, this is a perfect time to light up a smoke. <laughs> Take a break. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. yeah, and that was it. So you figured, like, okay, she scared him off or something, right? Right, exactly. Then we cut to uh, a scene where someone's running for office, and uh, it's good old Robert Reed. 
Hell yeah. Which, didn't he run for office in, like, the Brady family? One of the Brady, those the, like, the one that was supposed to be, like, a soap opera, remember? Wasn't that the uh, Brady family? soap opera? I remember, don't know. I mean, there were, there were several iterations of the Bradys when they came back. There was the Bradys, the Brady family. Uh, yeah. The Brady's. Weren't those all specials, or were there, was there? No, some series? of them. They were meant to be series. Oh wow! Didn't know. The Brady's. I think that was it. It was just called okay. the Brady's. Now that says comedy drama. Um, Soapy. I don't, I don't know. know. I thought it was but, that. Okay, one. it was but canceled anyway, he, after a month, regardless. He, he ran for office, and uh, yeah, he was so running for senator on this one. He's, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I was saying on the Brady's. I don't know. Oh, what, on the Brady's. Yeah, one? I think he was like running for like city council. You know, okay. some school board. Lead. Yeah, yeah, something low, something uh, low level or whatever. Dead, yeah, Mike dead. begins a pr- political career. Doesn't it? Doesn't even say what though. Okay. It's and Marsha, a stay-at-home mother, mother that battles alcohol. Alcohol. Whoa. Yeah. Brady's getting serious. Right. Well, it was, you know, Jesus. they were adults now. They had to, you know. Christ. Step it up a little bit. I guess. Everything just worked out on the Brady Bunch, but Right. But not I guess not alcoholism. Okay. Um carry on. Well, yeah, where are we? Okay, so Robert so um then uh we see a dude which turns out to be the guy that was breaking into the apartment arguing with uh Kyle, his name, my Robert Reed character is Kyle. This guy's name right, is Brent. Right. Although it so didn't the, sound like Robert Reed kept calling him Brett. So, yeah, so I wrote down Brett about halfway <laughs> through the show. But the first time I saw him, I thought that the woman, Shelly, that he crosses paths with, I thought she called him Randy. So for the longest time I was writing him down as Randy. So Randy, okay. No. So now I want to say, <laughs> say one thing to you. So speaking of Shelly and Brett, Brent, do they look familiar at all to you? <laughs> oh shit, Brent looked a little familiar, but I didn't. I didn't even try to mentally place him anywhere. All right, so I will say this, Shelly. It took me a little bit until it actually took me to IMDb because she looks a lot different, different hair color. You know how it is. Like with for me with women, you change your hair color, I almost don't know you. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's a different. It's a disguise. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, guys, you can get a different hair color. You can dye your hair, do whatever. And I'm still going to know. But, like, a woman, I don't know. I just, it throws me off all the time. Um, So the dude is the son from Crazy Like a Fox. Remember? We yeah. only did, like, one episode one of One episode, show. right, right. So, understandable. The woman was the head bad alien on V. Oh, wow. She had dark hair though. Wow. Shit. Yeah, that would get me too. Yeah. Wow. So you know what? Just speaking so of two, the uh, women with the hair, um, what gets me is like men's facial hair. So like if someone has a beard and shaves it, oh. I don't I don't notice. Like to me, it's like <laughs> somehow I always filter out facial hair, so everyone always looks the same to me, with a beard or without. So <laughs> I just totally okay. Wouldn't, I thought you were gonna say so, like you don't recognize them. Like when you see no, those it's videos like of the little babies whose whose dads like shave their beard out and they've never seen them unshaven. Like, oh, I've never hell? seen that. That's funny. Oh yeah, they cry, they freak out. <laughs> all right. Anyway, oh, so wow. she's That's like a- asking about if a speech is ready. A speech is ready. He's like, no, it's not ready yet. She's like, he needs it. He's got you know whatever. And so then he goes up to the um, the office of Kyle's, and. You know, he said, Kyle says, asked him the same thing. He's like, is my speech ready? He's like, no, no, I'll have it for you this afternoon. He's like, hey, I got to get ready for this press conference. And they go to this press conference where there's like two reporters there, maybe. And the rest is just people that work in his office. Campaign, yeah, right. And it's funny. So, quote, unquote, this is a quote, unquote, press conference where he gets up there. He's like, hey, I just want to thank you all for coming. I don't have anything to say, but I'm going to introduce my friend. <laughs> what kind of press right. conference is this? Right. But basically, maybe, it's, maybe you should have uh, canceled it if you don't have anything. Yeah, to say, it, this is uh, McCabe or Fat Man. Um, yeah, I wrote literally wrote down the Fat Man every time I saw his name, just because it's his name in the show. It was him. He's the DA, and he's just saying how great Kyle is, and that they should vote for him. 
Right. It's, he's like, and then his they, endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then they ask one question. They get one question about uh, trade unions. I'm like, what do you think of trade unions? I'm like, that's not even a question. Like, right. is there a problem with it? Like, right now. <laughs> right. Like right now, is you there, could ask someone like, "Hey, what yeah. do you think the United Auto Workers striking or something like that?" Right. But instead, it's like, "What do you think of trade union?" He's right. like, "What's yeah, your favorite he, color?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he says he flirts out something about how you know unions are good, but you got to make sure it's a good union or something like that. And then he walks away. Right. Yeah. But basically, his answer. like his assistant Shelly like drags him away because like, what is he not good to can he not answer questions is that right he's not he's not equipped for this yeah was it shelly at that point or was it the other girl i I think it was libby oh wait oh yeah libby the press i think it was libby that yanked him away that time yeah yeah she gets him into the records room right and it's right because his wife goes and takes mccabe out for her coffee yeah to thank him for endorsing him all right so what happens with uh, yeah. So yeah. So. Meanwhile, uh, Libby has Kyle in the in the records closet, and uh, she's trying to put some moves on him. And he's like, "Hey, I told you this is over." And she's like, "No, it's not over." You know, and they're so they're obviously they had some kind of relationship that was um, under the table, and you know, he, he had initially told Libby that he was going to leave his wife, and so she's pissed that you know. He still hasn't left his wife, and he's like, well, now's not a good time. It's during the campaign, and so she's like, look, dude, either you take me to Washington or you're not going. She's going to, you know, the jig is up, and um, so she storms out. Randy, the assistant, comes in. Brent. Who, what the hell, Randy? I thought I changed it. No, I didn't. Like, Brent was, like, right outside the door. Brent Brent is still Randy to me at this point. I hadn't yet learned that his name had changed. (laughs) But yeah, but, he's right outside the door, like listening with his ear yeah. up against the door, and he uh, he comes in. He's like, and he seems like such a kiss ass too. Like all he wants to do is like be next to uh, Kyle. Is it Kyle? Yeah, Kyle. He just wants to be next to Mister Brady. Right. He That's wants to he ride. Wants. He wants to ride the wave. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, anything I could do to help you? He's like, uh, no. Yeah. So, so a couple, yeah, a couple things about this. This obviously is the woman we see in the apartment when what's his name is watching her. Um. And yeah. Uh, this is pretty typical. The right every every like in real life and in the movies and TV shows, like they're never gonna leave. <laughs> so don't fall for it when they tell you that. Right. Right. You know. I mean. And I, here's I, the thing. You like you mentioned. Oh, you know when when whoever sees her. It, this is where we kind of learned it's it was Kyle. Once we see Kyle, we're like, wait, not Kyle, um, Brett. Brent, Brent, Brett, Brett. We, we, Brent. That Brett is the guy who was at the window watching right. her. Yeah, he's the one that was in the apartment. Yeah, right. Yeah, because we didn't get a good look at him there, but he kind of did. But yeah, we figured it out. And he's like, hey, dude, I can do anything you need. And you know, wink, wink, hint, hint. And Kyle's just like, <laughs> elbow jab, whatever, dude. Just, yeah. yeah, exactly. Kyle, to be honest, up until this point, was totally trying to brush this guy off. Like con- he's like, "Hey, I'm trying to yeah. get ready for a press conference, dude. Can you leave?" Right, right. And, you right, know, he's right. just constantly like trying to walk away from him. Well, it's like, yeah, like this Brent character was like kind of one of those dudes where like you get hooked up with this guy and you're like, "Oh, this guy's a tweebo. I want, how do I get rid of this guy?" You know, but you can't because he's writing right, your speeches right. for you. You know, you probably got you know. I don't think I don't know. Did they say they've been friends for a long time? I don't know, but it almost came out like that. Like one of those things where, like, why did I get hooked up with this guy? But anyway, now we cut back to uh, him being outside the apartment again with the bird again. <laughs> we do see the bird, right? Again. And I'm like, I'm like, wait, is this a continuation of the first scene where we're seeing right. it again? Exactly. It, it, it does appear to be. Except a this time. time, we see him creep through the door, the slider. Yeah, and he's like. He's like holding the knife out so like the camera can see it. Like it's yeah. sort of like holding it in a pocket or something. He's like walking with it in his hand. You have so. to lead. You lead with the knife. Well, actually, he was trailing. But yeah, same okay, I, but right. same idea. Yeah. He's just like you know, it was pretty funny. It was like okay, we see it, we got it. We it's like a really, scorpion, yeah. right? There's no <laughs> there's no need for us to. To see that you know whatever, right, right, and then basically the same exact thing happens. She comes in, she undresses, she puts her water on the the kettle on the thing, 
It's a routine. We listen. Yeah. We hear her mother on the voicemail again, or right. sorry, that voicemail answering machine again, saying, "You better right. call me back." Well, you know, or whatever. And we do get to hear her scream, I think, and that's it, right? Yeah, we see him. We see him go in the room. Oh yeah, and then he and he walks, and then we hear her scream. So we know what went down. Yeah. And then we uh, cut to Jake's place. Yeah. So yeah, at Jake's. So Jake opens the door. And this is our first, you know, first time we're seeing Jake here. And he seems mm-hmm. to have like this sweet place. Mm-hmm. It's like a really cool. I think is it an apartment? I think. Yeah, he says later it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty nice. It's a pretty nice place. Um, doorbell rings. He goes and opens the door. It's McCabe. Uh, he comes with like some. It's, it's almost like a white elephant gift. He comes with like, a set of antlers for uh, Jake. It's a housewarming <laughs> gift. He's like, "This has been in my family for years." <laughs> Whatever yeah. he says, it's yeah, like, bring this over. And yeah, he like yeah. keeps talking about it and just keeps walking to the couch. Like, <laughs> I'm going straight to the couch. And then he like, like, I think he says, you know, ask for a drink or they t- and whatever. Yeah, he gets him. He gets him a drink. And then another dude shows up and brings a bottle of wine, and. Um, and McCabe's uh, is kind of pissed that yeah. he's there. He's like, "What do you invite everybody over?" Yeah, and then he, he was. So I don't know if you. So we don't know. Like one again at this this other character that comes in. I, I he must have been in. Uh, he was in Matlock two episodes, so he probably was in those episodes too. So it's like we're supposed to know who these people are already, and we don't. But he is in every episode of Jake and the Fat Man. And it seems like they don't like each other, but I don't know. But like if. He's the DA. This person would work for him, so he can't not really like him that much. I don't, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, we don't know who this dude is supposed to be. He's just there. No, we don't know. But at I don't first, know I'm he, like, go ahead. I didn't know if it was like a, you know, it 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 seemed weird that like a guy. I don't know. I don't want to put my foot in my mouth, but it seemed weird that like a guy would invite another guy to dinner and the guy would brings a like wine. Like I thought there was a relationship going there. That's all. It's oh, I gotcha. But I I did note, and I don't know if you heard it, like when he says something about um, you know, being there, he's like, "Don't worry." He's like, "I made enough people, made enough food for five. I'm like, "Wait, right. was that a fat joke? Like, kind of thrown in there?" <laughs> oh, like, wow. are there more people that. coming? Or I thought there were more people coming. So. I, I they didn't really say because we never got yeah. to it because immediately the phone rings. Maybe that's you know, there's maybe there's always just based on the title. Maybe they always try to do some underlying. Fat joke in there. I Maybe know. I don't know. It just we'll have to we'll have to see. I don't know. Seems, seems cruel, but yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, then what happens? Where are we? Then we they get a call, so they end up at the uh, Libby's apartment. Oh yeah, scene of the crime. Yeah, and, and they yeah they they I don't know. J- Jake and McCabe go in and they're poking around or whatever. The, the only thing I have here right away is that they. Found cigarette ashes outside. Mm-hmm. Cigarette ashes outside, and Jake notices that even though it's supposed to have been a burglary, that she's got a diamond necklace around her neck that the guy didn't steal. Aha! Uh-huh. So he thinks that's odd. So he takes it. You know, I mean, they work for the DA's office, so I guess that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> he sticks it Although in his pocket, speaking, not an evidence I didn't bag. I didn't think the DA got involved until after the investigation was over and it's actually going to court. I thought that's how it worked. But I These could be wrong. Hands on. Hands on. I mean, I know Jake's an investigator for the office, so that might be right, I don't know. Right. And I think they know the guy who's Yeah, they did know the guy. For, so I don't know if yeah. that why. But it was, it was kind of funny. Game. They were there for like ten minutes and then they're like <laughs> Jake's like, You need to get a drink, wanna get a drink? He's like, Yeah, I think I need one away. Well did, yeah. is that all you're gonna do? That's it. You guys are done. But yeah, um, they saw what they needed to see. But um, Jake, Jake, then um, no, not Jake. Kyle is um, giving a speech to his team, kind of like, you know, like ah, uh, you know, it's tragedy, but you know, we must carry on. And um, Libby would have wanted us to. Exactly, exactly. And so he gives a speech or whatever, and, and then Brett is waiting in, in Kyle's office. And um, so Brett is like, dude, you're going to want to thank me, you know, something along <laughs> those lines. But so he basically, you know, confesses that he killed Libby because she was 
a danger to him and to the the campaign. Right. And so he's it, like, I had I had to clean up the mess for you. Right. And it it's kind of funny because it's almost like I I know I've seen like kind of, uh, comedy bits like kind of made up of these kind of things before, but it's like it takes a minute and a half for it to really get through to Kyle what he did. Like he like he says something without like Brent says something without saying that he killed her. He's like, right, yeah, I took care right. of your problem. He's like, what are you saying? Well, I went and I took care of your problem. I went to see Libby and your problem solved. What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> it keeps and it going. Keeps, and it keeps yeah. going like that. I'm like, dude, what do you mean? She's dead. What do you think he's She, she was you? a danger to the campaign right. and uh, we had to eliminate her. She was going to ruin your chances of being a senator. Right. So what happened? <laughs> yeah. But, anyway, but finally, yeah. when he when he, when he he gets the news, he, he does shit himself he looks pretty scary right right i i do have a little clip of it too hold on let me uh get it here i not that part of afterwards because i couldn't do that whole clip because it was like a minute and 15 before they actually yeah, right. finally figured it out but here's that the, the future is too important to throw away over some insignificant woman wait a minute you're saying that you murdered libby weeks kyle don't you understand we're gonna make it we're on our way to Washington. Now, Brent, I'm going to call the police. All right? You have to be smarter than that, Kyle. What are you going to tell him? That some aide of yours, for no apparent motive, killed Libby Weeks? Because why? They won't believe you. Because he's fucking crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that, yeah. And that uh, the whole thing, I'm going to call the cops thing, that even went on for a couple minutes. It was right. Like, I'm going to call him. You know, Why? I'm going to call it? And I'm... he lets him talk him out of it, and he's like, nope, I'm calling him. And nope. he starts to dial. They're coming. He... <laughs> yeah. It's going to yeah, look like it, you did it. Yeah. I will say of this whole episode, uh, Brett, Brent did the best job. Like he, you know, had the best part being kind of oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, I was because like even Robert Reed kind of was like didn't seem like he wanted to hundred percent be there either. Yeah, and I looked it up because I know he died young too, but he uh, he was not sick at this point yet. So yeah, I was gonna if that was the case, I'd be like makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and this is where we got the title of the show too. Happy days are here again, or not the yeah. show, but the episode. Right, because Brett for some reason closes the scene with that that line. Yep. All right, so where were we at here? Sorry, I got to go to my notes. You go to the DA's office. Like, yeah, yeah, my way everyone lives. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Brent does bring up, he's like, you know, when he's going to call the cops, like the third time he says he's going to call the cops, he's like, by the way, where were you, Kyle, while she was being killed? Uh, I was here by myself. Oh, so no one could, you know. <laughs> no alibi. <laughs> no alibi. And he's like, oh, by the way, you know that yellow sweater that's missing? Yeah, I took that with me and got blood all over it when I uh, killed right. her. I'm like, so, this guy I'm, is yeah. definitely nutso. Yeah. He thought through the angles there, though. No, he did. <laughs> he uh, made sure that, like, like, hey, I'm taking this girl out for him, and I want to make sure it looked like he did it just in case. Right. Yeah, I'm really doing it for him, but I'll also blame him if I have to. But, um, all right, so we're at the DA's. So now we get DA, to DA's office. yeah, his office. Yep, go ahead. Right, and Derek. Uh, uh, who's Derek? He's the, who's the Derek? guy that was at the dinner that they didn't like. That he didn't like. It. Oh yeah, 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 that's Derek. Okay, so he's there, uh, and McCabe is trying to show him like his dog. You know, his dog doing tricks. So he's like calling the dog. I forgot the dog's name. Do you remember the dog's uh, name? Max. Max. So he's like, Max, come. And Max <laughs> is like, I don't know if he's sleeping on the couch or what, something. But um, but so he won't come. He won't come. And then Jake walks in. He's like, Jake, watch this. Stay. You know, so then he thinks it's he thinks it's funny. Um, but Jake comes in and he's like, hey, look, we find out this, you know, senator elect or whatever he is. Um he, we find out that he uh, bought some jewelry for for um, Libby, Libby and a uh, condo, put down a down payment on a condo and a car. And, you know, Jake's basically like, you know, he's not, it wasn't there to burglarize her because he was there to kill her, not rob her. So right. you know, he's like, 
this is what it's this is what it's looking like. Right. And we have to keep in mind this guy, this uh, senator Mike Brady, aka Kyle, is uh, the fat man's friend. Yeah. Right, and also he did notice too. Besides all that stuff he bought, he noticed that they when they looked at like the record, so they thought it was a burglary, but the kettle was still on the stove. She opened the mail and changed, so it's not like the guy was surprised because that's what they said. The burglar was surprised by her. They're like, so obviously she wasn't surprised, or he wasn't right, surprised. Right. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Now he's got to go talk to Kyle. <laughs> When when they talked about that, though, I was like, I don't really factor that in. That doesn't seem like it would matter that the kettle's still on and the mail's open. Right. I think that. Right, and I think they were just saying because all those things were there, and that they said it was they were the burglar was surprised. I mean, you could still be like, well, okay, well, maybe he wasn't surprised and he broke in after. So it's like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. All right, then where do we go to the campaign office? Right. Yep. Jake goes there. Okay. Even though McCabe's friends with him because, you know, McCabe's just hanging out in his office. (laughs) He doesn't like to move too much. I'm just kidding. But he's got work to do. He's the DA. This is what Jake's job is, is to go out and investigate. So it makes sense. Yeah. So he's looking for for Kyle. They're like, oh, his office is upstairs. But that one secretary or uh, admin, I don't know what her deal is. Yeah, she was his assistant. uh, Kyle's. Yeah. Okay. So she's packing up all her stuff. And basically she's like, oh, it's a personality conflict. (laughs) Yeah. But not, but not with Kyle, with with Brent. Right. So, um, uh, so Jake's like, okay, you know, whatever. So Jake goes in, and he talks to to Kyle and Brent, ask a few questions. Um, you know, says, you know, we saw that you, you know, bought her some jewelry, and this Brett is like throwing himself, you know, on the tracks for this. He's like, right. oh, I did that, I did that. He's for not doing job. very good of playing it cool. No, let's not put at it all. that way. And then oh, Jake, you bought him like, this necklace. Oh, no, don't you remember this happened? Yeah, I did it. I was too busy to tell you. Uh, but, yeah. And then Jake b- bums a smoke off him. Right. Um, so that was, you know, kind of saw where that was going, right? Right. And then, uh, he played it smart. Yeah. And then, you know, Jake's just saying, hey, where were you, uh, you know, when this happened? <laughs> I, you know, I got to ask. And Brett's like, oh, he was with me. You know, right. So Brett is he doesn't like even, overkill. like, let him try to answer. Right, yeah. right. So, uh, I think, you know, uh, Jake got what he wanted from that conversation. Yes. And then it, <laughs> basically then from le- that conversation, he knows exactly what happened and who did it. <laughs> he, do- he, he does. It all came together right there for him. Right. But just to be sure, when he's walking out, the, uh, the assistant was putting her boxes in the car and she like dropped some stuff. So, you know, Jake being the gentleman stops and helps her out. Um, and then like just decides to take her to lunch. Like, right. It's like, hey. how would you like an expensive lunch? Right. She's like, okay. I just got fired, so I'm probably not gonna be able to eat again. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Get your last meal while you can. Um. So over lunch, she explains that you know, hey, Brett's a piece of shit. <laughs> he came on as a speechwriter. That's pretty much exactly what she says. Yeah, and he's now her his, his assistant. He just weasels his way into things, and um, you know, and then she gets kind of uncomfortable and doesn't want to answer anything. But he's like, you know, hey, we're here for lunch, so if you ever do want to talk, give me a call. Yeah, yeah, because Jake starts asking her about Libby and Kyle. Like, right. so were they a thing, right? Doesn't he ask her that? And that's when she starts deciding. Yeah, and then she's like squirmy. And, she's and then like, does oh, I thought Jake, this was just lunch. Does Jake leave? Like, hey, I started to buy you no, lunch. No, uh, does he stay? No, and he, no. I mean, he stuck around. Yeah. Okay. It looked like he was kind of like going to leave at first. I'm like, wait, did he just bail on her? That, that would be rude. Yeah. But, so then right, uh, so... Jake, Jake goes back to his place. Or actually, we don't see him go back there. We see his like answer machine, and she's leaving a message for him, right. Shelly, saying, "Hey, you know, I changed my mind. I would like to talk. Can you come to my place?" Blah 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 blah. And as she hangs up the phone, she hears some glass breaking in her house. She's got a full-on house. I don't think I don't think it was an apartment, right? Right, right. And so she goes walking through the very dark house without turning any lights on. What? So I thought the lights went out too. Did they? The lights, yeah, Is that yeah. why? I thought yeah, she just like didn't the, turn them on. Like the power went out. Okay. And then she gets into a room and 
was there like a broken flower pot? I was trying to figure it out was what at it least, was. It was at least tipped over. I don't know yeah. if it was broken. But... And then you hear like this voice say, Shelly, you're next. <laughs> right. And I'm like, wait, we're not, we're in like a horror movie now. Is this a right? episode? And why would he do that? I don't know. And she, you know, kind of screams and runs outside. And Jake just happens to be walking up at that immediate, that exact moment. Right. So he goes in there. He's all dressed up still, I guess, from lunch. And that's what I was, that was, I wrote this down. I'm like, is he this nicely dressed throughout the entire show? I mean, I know he works for the DA, but he's also an investigator. So does he always wear a suit? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but he goes in and there's no one around, but then he hears a tire screeching. So he runs out the back then this time and sees a car uh, going yeah. down an alley. Is that what it was? I don't know. I was know. trying to figure yeah, that sees, out. I think that's he what does, it was. He, just, he runs outside. He just sees the car like yeah. far he away. He sees taillights. Yep. Yeah. So, got away. Nothing he could yeah. do. Nope. So, Can't prove who it was. Then Jake comes back into the room and he's got like a tray of coffee or something. Like, <laughs> or like tea. I don't know what it is, but he like fixed like a tray of something. Um, and I think he even said he thinks it's it's Brent, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's pretty sure he knows who it is. He's like, yeah, he's a pathological liar. He's <laughs> weaseled his way into every job he's ever gotten. Yeah, and, uh, so yeah, yeah it's she's, him. she's ready to start blabbing now. She's not going to hold yeah, anything back at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do, I do say like that's one of the other what tropes, cliches, or whatever that happens in shows like this all the time. Like something like this happens, and someone goes to the house and they're like, let's have some coffee. I'm like, it's like three in the morning. It's probably not a great idea to have coffee. Your nerves are already, like, rattled, and then you're going to throw caffeine on top of it. Yeah, you get caffeine in somebody at 3 in the morning, they're, it's like truth serum. They're going to start talking. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? It just gets yeah. you to tell the truth. Yeah, it gets all the information you need. <laughs> yeah. You just got to wait for that adrenaline rush to go away, and you're going to crash and burn and go to bed anyway. Right, right. Exactly. <clears throat> all right. Um. So what? So now we see oh, Kyle goes to McCabe's, a.k.a. the Fat Man's office, right? Right, right. Yep. And then he's like, so how's your campaign going? Eh, my assistant was murdered, but that's okay. <laughs> you know about that. Actually, she wasn't the assistant. I don't know what her role was in the campaign. She was like campaign. a, I don't know, Besides uh, his girlfriend, manager or something. Is that what she that. was? Yeah. Side squeeze. Yeah, I'm not sure what you call that. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, and then he, he says, hey, Wait, I think it's Kyle that says to him that Jake thinks it was murder, and he asks if he agrees. He asks if Cabe agrees. Yeah. He's like, yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, this is totally off the record, which I don't think a DA can do that. I don't. Well, it's not a reported. I don't probably know. Probably not. But if it was like, if you guys were tight, like friends that grew up together or something right. like that. May, but then maybe. don't do it in the office. Like, meet yeah. outside for dinner somewhere. Right, true. But anyway, he's like, did you have a relationship with Libby? And he's like, you know, if you're in over your head, let us know if there's something going on. And he kind of gets pissed and leaves. He doesn't want to. It was his perfect chance to to say, yeah, Brent's nuts. <laughs> right? And he's even like, dude, if something's up, tell me now because I can help you now. Right. And after this, I won't be able to help you. Yeah. And he then he out. doesn't say anything. And then he goes outside and fucking Brent's outside waiting for him like he knows he's there. And he's like, what are you doing here? It's like, what the hell? Yeah, it's and then you see Jake like up on some stairwell watching them interact and walk away. Yeah, yeah. A little crazy. Yeah. And then what? Uh let's see. I think McCabe oh, then, uh, he tells McCabe that Brent was out there and he's like, I want to know what that's all about. So then he goes and follows <laughs> he's him. It's like Yeah, and then he invites him to meet him at a diner. So yeah, um, which looks more like a little bit of a bar or something when he gets there. Like, mm-hmm. so they're sitting at they're sitting at this table. Brett's smoking, and he, they sit down at a table for two. Um, and and he's uh, Jake says to you know, real casually, you know, after like your salutations, he's just like, "Yeah, it's beginning to look like you killed Libby." <laughs> and they're like, they're "Like, yeah, can I get a drink?" You know, it's like, like <laughs> right. totally casual, and, right? Um. The, the guy's like, what? You know, like, t- totally taken <laughs> back by that. Um, right. He's like, well, yeah, you know, he smoked a cigarette. We found the same one at the scene. Uh, he's like, you know. But Brett, as psychotic as he is, he knows that's not enough to pin right. it on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
He's like, hey, dude, you you bumped the smoke off of me. You could have put it there for you know what's the, what's the proof? And uh, so there's some more kind of banter back and forth, and then you know he says, you know what, Jake's like, I I don't think you did it. I I think really what you're doing is covering for for Kyle. Right. And he's pl- and he's playing you, dude. He's he's playing you, and you know you're gonna you're gonna take the rap for for what he did. Right. So he's, trying, he's like, you gave him an alibi, up. and he probably stole a cigarette from you or something. Yeah. Or because yeah. right because he said, oh, he bums him for you once in a while, right? He probably stole yeah. it. Exactly. So he, uh, I guess he was trying to uh, prime him for, you know, what's to come. I don't really want to. Th- or he was trying to throw him off. I don't know what he was trying to do exactly. I yeah. think he was just trying to get him to relax maybe and make a mistake. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. But, yeah, he's like, well, just let me know if anything's going on. And then Brent goes on to this, like, speech about this him him being a senator and he needs to be the senator and blah 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 and i'm like okay yeah, whatever it's clearly like stalker talk you know right <laughs> that's almost that's probably about the best way to to, to put it out yeah. there yeah uh, and now we go back to Kyle's office and McCabe shows up with a cop oh yes and then We're... they go in there and uh Yells at Brent basically and tells him to get out, you know, kind of raises his voice. And then he's like, he <laughs> goes to Kyle's like, I want you to come willingly with me and to answer some questions. And he seems kind of pissed off, but he does because, you know, he's got a cop right. with him. There's really nothing they can do because now we can tell he's on official business. Right, right. And it's so like then, I could handcuff you or you could just walk out of here with this. Right. So then he leads him out in front of the whole office for all of them to see, including <laughs> And everybody just stops and watches. Yeah, like, like oh, shit, this probably isn't good. Right. All of them were like, well, my fucking job's over. I might as well <laughs> yeah, go right. get another job somewhere else all now. campaigning time. Yeah, he's not going to win. And um, so then they go, and then Brent shows up at the police station and says he wants to talk to Kyle, and they let him. I'm like, what? I don't think that's how that works either, because he's not his lawyer, right? I, so I saw that too, and I'm like, well, I'm like, all right, well, they're they're obviously listening in or something, right? That's what I was and they probably were, right? Because right, right. you know they don't show that they were, but I'm sure that they were. Like, I know that they can't listen in when you talk to your lawyer, but this guy's not his right, lawyer, right. so they can listen right. in on anything. <laughs> exactly. You know, you'd be stupid to talk about it right there. And like Kyle's like trying to get him almost to confess right there. Like, just tell him you did it. You know, tell him what happened. But Brent's like, no, fuck that. You're going down with me if we go down. Um, but I I think I actually have a clip from this part. I mean, hold on a second. I think I do, or at least, yeah. Here we go. I'm gonna play real quick. What do you expect me to do? Sit here and take the rap, Kyle? You didn't do it. They can't prove anything. Everything they have is circumstantial at best. They don't believe me. Oh. You have got to go to them. And you have got to tell them the truth. You're panicking. Do you realize that? If you don't tell them, I will. <laughs> that, was, that was like a Mike Brady speech. It was kind of. Like I could you see know, Bobby, gun, you know, across from him. The correct thing to <laughs> do in this situation. Yeah. Don't play ball in the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, um, what? Uh, they're putting pressure on oh, see, he Like Brent says, I'll take care of everything. Don't worry about it. Right, right. Somehow. So so he rushes back He rushes back to the office. Yeah. And he's got a plan. So he's looking. He's like, hey, where's the address to the secret condo that Kyle has that no one knows about? <laughs> where's the address and... to the bat cave? <laughs> yeah, right. So she's like, well, it's in the Rolodex. So he goes over and like grabs it. And Rolodex. When was the last time you said that? But, so I have one right here gra- in front of me. Actually, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. He, do you really? Yeah. Oh, I, man. Th- yeah. There's like nothing in it. This is it's in my wow. our basement office. It's from like ages ago. But anyway, go ahead. You got an antique theme going in there? Or? <laughs> <laughs> it's my retro office, right? So. Yeah. Right. Right. So he pulls a card out and he's like, "All right, 107. You know, whatever Main Street. I, I'm, I'm going there." So he he goes in, he breaks in. I think he used his like briefcase to shatter the window to get in. So he goes yeah. in, 
And then the next thing we know, he's like coming out and you hear sirens. So he starts booking. He's just running. And he just happens to run into the direction where the cops are coming from. Uh And so he turns around, runs the other way. And then, okay, there's a cop coming from the other way. (laughs) So they have him. And um, they get him to the police station. They open up that, uh, that briefcase. And guess what's in there, Mike? What? A bloody yellow sweater. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Not yeah, cool. So, no, not at all. So, but it's not, It's this is working in his favor because he's saying, hey, look, I'm just doing what my boss told me to go get this out of his place. So, you know, that's that's the deal. This isn't, you know, this isn't mine. He told me to go get it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, then... Somehow we're already at a trial. Like, was there a yes. jury there? I was thinking about this after the fact. Was there a jury? It was just like an arraignment type thing. It was I been an arraignment, I okay. think, because you know I couldn't tell. But they had Brent up on the stand, right? And Which, go ahead. Would they do that? Would you do that? Maybe I don't know. Because like uh, when you're on trial, you don't have to testify. So well, right. So here's the deal. So if Kyle... Oh, wait. He wasn't on trial. That's right. Okay. No, no, no. He wasn't on trial. But... Because okay, they I'm thought it was to, Kyle. I'm trying to visualize. Which side of the thing was... was um, The fat man guy, was he at the same table as Kyle? Or was he at the opposite table? Because he should be at the opposite table. Because he should have a, def- I don't know. a defense attorney. And the DA should be against him. Yeah. Right. Now I have yeah. to. Look, I'm, I'm trying to visualize now. Yeah, I don't know though. Because it was kind of backwards, right? Because the DA was questioning Brent to kind of get Kyle off, even though the DA is there to prosecute Kyle. Well, at they first be, it, it should sounded, be the it should be the defense that is going up like, there and trying to get Kyle to, or Brent to confess. It sounded like he was getting. It sounded like he was building a case against Kyle up until the very last part. Right. It was kind of weird. So, yeah. It, I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch. I'm not a I'm not a lawyer, Mike, but I've You're watched not? a lot of lawyer stuff. I always go back to a few good men and try to get everything <laughs> compare everything yeah. against that. Yeah. That's good. That's <laughs> uh or my cousin Vinny, one of those two. Um Yeah. Good source. So wait, so yeah, so um he says, you know, Brent uh, wanted to help me, wanted to just Oh yeah, so he says that he went back. He was Kyle told him after the police station to go destroy evidence. So he wanted to destroy some receipts and get rid of the sweater. So that's why he went to his place. Just being a good employee. Right. And he's like, so you were his friend, but you didn't know where his place was? And he's like, well, no. He's like, And he didn't tell you when you were in jail? He's like, well, no, but he knew where I could get the address. And then I'm like, okay, so something's going on here. <laughs> so yeah, yes. They set him up. up. Place. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're like, well, why would he leave that stuff there? He's like, well, he probably panicked and it was there. He's like, well, where did you find it? They're like, well, he's like in his closet, just like he said. He's like, hmm. Well, the funny thing is, is what was the apartment number or whatever? <laughs> like 107? He's like, yeah. He's yeah. like, that's not his apartment. It's like, we set that apartment up. So basically, they set him up. The DA, which is kind of weird that the DA would do it, but he's also his friend. I don't know. They obviously are just trying to get to the actual criminal, so I guess it might make It's all sense. about the truth, Mike. It's all right. about the truth. Yeah. Not not like um, real life. Right. So, and this <laughs> this actually, this same thing was done in a Columbo episode one time, but just, just to let you know. And I'm sure it's been done in hundreds of TV shows hundreds of times. And then... Well, so here's what I was questioning. All right, so he's yeah. busted. We'll just, yeah. we'll just, you know, basically the they're off. like, okay, he figured out he did it. Yeah, yeah. So and then so his like, you know, grasping at straws. The only thing he has left to do is just bum rush uh, Kyle. So he jumps off the stand and right because like, he finds out Kyle because he's like, well, Kyle is just as guilty as I did because he didn't say anything. And they're like, yeah, but oh, right, he, that's he right. did tell us what happened. So he gets six months suspended, and then he yeah. gets a slap on the wrist. Yeah, but you're and going, you're doing serious time. Brent loses it, <laughs> like yeah, you said. Yeah, and, and then he gets dragged out. 
Yeah, and then the the fat man even loses some you know loses some faith in in Kyle. He's like, yeah, you know, Kyle, Kyle's like, dude, I'm sorry. And he's like, me too. And he just kind of walks out. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then go ahead, go ahead. No, you, you, no, you, no, you no, take, go, no, go, take it. All right, so that, so then the courtroom empties out, right? And there's just one person sitting left in the courtroom, and it's his wife, and she's sitting kind of like in the back, and she's crying and whatever. So you know, she gets up and she starts walking towards the aisle, and you know you. You see the the reunion come in where she's going to stand by his side, and she turns around and walks out the door. <laughs> it was like it was like a girl boss moment there. She right, just... and then you they kind of like pan or like pull out, and it's just an empty room with him in there by himself. Yeah, like, ugh. and it's exactly what Brent said would happen. He was going to lose everything, and he did. Yeah, yeah. This whole courtroom thing, though, it brought me back to the time that uh, Carol got in an accident. <laughs> In the grocery store parking lot. I don't know if you remember that one. I totally remember it. The guy had a neck brace on. Yeah. 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 And Mike, Mike Mike came through on that one. Mike solved the case. He basically got the uh, kind of thrown out. Yeah. Right. Because right. his neck all of a sudden was better. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Love the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Right. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. That was... So- uh, I mean, I mean, I don't want to go back and watch Matlock and see how this started, but... No, no, I don't either. You can tell this is um, obviously not fully set up, but you're supposed to know some things that have happened before. Yeah, yeah, there's a little background to it, but um, you know, as far as shows go, it's, you know, as entertaining as the next, I guess. It's, in, it's what you know, like I said, I watched it with my mom when I was a kid. I, mm. I, you know, if she wasn't home, I don't think I would ever tune into this, but... Um, no, you know it was it was it was entertaining for the you know the hour or so that right. it was on. So, I mean, I think it wrapped up a little too quickly or easily or whatever you want to say, right? Yeah, but yeah. you only got an hour. You only have so much you can really lay out the case, right? Yeah, right. But right, no, that wasn't too bad. Typical, yeah. typical yeah. late eighties. Yeah, type um, show. Yeah. Quasi mystery, whatever law show made for like our parents at that yeah. age. You know what I mean? Speci- specifically designed for, for our parents. <laughs> right. Like, like, well, Matlock, even I think like, yeah. No, I'm trying to think like Matlock was, it was probably even a little old for that. Like, cause how old were our parents when Matlock started? Yeah, but they, they were still. So yeah, Matlock was older than our parents, mm-hmm. but but they 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 know him as an actor, you know. Right. So exactly. That was, that was the, the comfort character, because right, yeah, because right. he was you know started TV in the '60s or whatever when they were kids, right. right? Right. Right. So makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. If you guys have any thoughts about Jake and the Fat Man, let us know. Um, Love to hear it. But yeah, this isn't like anywhere streaming, but. Easily found on YouTube. Yeah. You know. At least we found, like, all the first, the whole first ep- season, I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was there. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's uh, fir- first page of Google results if you search, yeah. you know. So, take a look and see what you think. Have a watch. Have a watch. Have a watch and enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there was a Fat Man action figure. You know, <laughs> you know I did see one thing, though, and. I don't know how I want to say this without, but it, they were talking about William Conrad. They were talking about his weight, you know, and like how he, he probably, I think he got some criticism for it back in the day. And they were saying like when he, when, um, like at the end, okay. Yeah. Here from 71 to 76, he started on television show Canon, which was produced at CBS while starring in the show. He weighed 230 pounds and ballooned to 260. It's only a 30 pound difference. That's not really yeah, right, in right. my mind. But I'm like 260, okay. I mean, yeah, okay, that's that's heavy. But I'm like, it's not like, like he seemed bigger than that. I'm like, was he short? And then I looked, and he was it says he was five eight. So that means in reality okay. he was probably five six. And I would be two, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like right, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then in right. you know one you're on TV, and then two you're shorter, so 260 doesn't get spread around as much. And Typical guy fashion, where all of our weight, when you get uh, older, just goes right in your midsection and nowhere else. That's so that's true. why you look bigger. 
and that's why it's unhealthy and why it's bad for you and why I need to lose weight. Anyway. <laughs> and this has been your health moment. Right. Exactly. Follow us for more health tips. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I have none. No. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm not, oh, I'm not he funny. Was, he was a narrator in a, for Hudson Hawk. I did not know. Oh. 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 And I did not realize he was the narrator for Manimal. Oh, wow. I didn't know that either. I mean, he did. A, I know he did a ton of narrating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was a yeah. narrator for Buck Rogers. He was a narrator um, for... Cool. There was something else, too. I was looking it up. Wild, wild world, world of animals. Oh, it looks okay. like his character came out of Barnaby Jones, a canon character. Oh, wow. Narrator Barnaby for Jones. Gunsmoke for one year. Yeah. For one episode. Yeah, so he did... Yeah, narrator for F Troop. So, he did a lot of um narration he had he had the voice for it narrator for the fugitive so yeah oh yeah it's, i think it's... rocky and bullwinkle wait he was in that too i forgot <laughs> holy crap i can't remember if he was a narrator or if he was the character hold on rocky where's rocky and bullwinkle again? Let's see. i didn't know i didn't know he did all this narration rocky stuff. and his it's... friends and it says narrator so i think he was just yeah. a narrator for that <laughs> yeah he did a lot of narrations because he had, yeah, like I said, he had a good voice for it, you know. He did have a, yeah, he had a unique voice. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's all. Very good. That's all I got to say. Anything all right, else? good stuff. No. All right. If you have It'll any episode uh, ideas, you've uh, sent them our way. Otherwise, we'll see you in a little bit. And we hope you enjoyed the episode. And for this episode of I Used to Watch This, I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. See you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.